welcome into another episode of the Zach's Sports Podcast. We made it to episode three. Who would have thought <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago? Who you, you were going to say something? You, you didn't think I was going to make it? Not me, but. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I knew you weren't a hater. That's for sure. Uh, but I'm excited. I have my good friend, Jake Hergut, on with me this week. We're going to be talking about a lot. There is a lot to go over with sports this week, this month, this season. We have baseball starting up, like I kind of touched on last week. We have the NTA March Madness Championship, which not the most excited about the result, but we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Some Masters talk. You guys are probably listening this Thursday. Masters are starting up. We're recording this Wednesday night, so tomorrow morning, going to get some Masters going in. Uh, so it's it's going to be a great action-packed episode. Jacob Herget, how are you doing on this fine night? Oh, I am doing good. I am doing great. Just got off work. Here we go. Took my notes. We're ready to go. Let's talk some sports, everybody. I have seen his notes, and they they are impressive. Not not often does the guest have more notes than the host, but maybe that says more about me than him. But regardless, we, he's ready to go. So why not? Let's just hop right in. I have a very important question to you because we'll, we'll start off. This is going to be a baseball episode primarily, but we got to touch on the March Madness Championship. I have a very important question for you, Jake Herget. Are you still retired after the tournament? You know, I talked to you right before the championship game. I was in retirement through the whole tournament. Came out of retirement for the championship game. My bracket league was on the line. My bet was on the line. And Gonzaga let me down big. So do I it crawl did. back to retirement? Do I come out for baseball season? To be determined. To be determined. So you're no longer you're not necessarily in retirement, but you're also not not retired, if I got I, that right. Brett Favre there. So I came out, I went to the Jets, and I didn't like it. So now I want to go somewhere else. So we'll maybe go over to baseball and test the waters, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, no, I apologize. But at the same time, I don't really apologize because it got you back into it. Uh, j- just a little bit. You were I-, I was there negotiating with the Jets deal like, hey, hey you-, you still got a little game left in you. You, know, you. you still got a little bit of money to spend. I know you. Oh, yeah. You got to build up the retirement fund, baby. Exactly. So, yeah, as as you can tell why I'm not very excited, I had them minus four. I got them at good odds. Most most people had four and a half, five. I somehow got them at four. I mean, not to brag, host perks, I guess. But it it did not go that way, and it really was not close. Not so at all. W- was Baylor this whole time just so dominant that it was like, oh, Gonzaga, like what happened? I don't know. What I saw, Baylor just came at him the whole game. Like, it wasn't even – I had never seen any team play defense on Gonzaga the way they did. Every time they had the ball across half court, there was a guy – pressing them from the start yeah they'd be three four feet like behind the three-point line and they're all in their active hands making them like making them nervous why are you nervous like why are you nervous like fouls right off the bat they were just in a hole from the beginning they had never had a team play them like that even ucla played them hard and they didn't play them like that yeah no they played ucla played the most perfect game and they're still my champions like six no against the spread tournament like that I said uh I tweeted out I said this is forever a UCLA podcast so I will not have any UCLA slander because they are beautiful but it it was just honestly crazy like they um Gonzaga why they're so good and why they put up so many points is their transition offense like they are so good transition you miss a bucket it doesn't even have to be a foul or a turnover like you just straight up miss a bucket they're down there in 0.2 seconds putting up points so what was crazy was I saw early in the first half, same exact thing happened that I just said. Baylor put up a bucket. They missed it. Gonzaga rushes down, and Baylor had like three guys on one. And it was like their transition has never been stopped like that. So yeah. I knew then on as a better, I was like, this is over. Like, yeah. Yeah, good run. <laughs> National championship, like it's just going to come down to the half court. Like even – like. Was it at halftime they cut it down? So they were down like 20, 25 at one point in the first half. And they cut it all the way down to 10 points. And I was watching. I'm like, 
maybe this is going to be a good game here in the second half, but they just and had enough in the half court. Baylor dominated them. And that is the worst thing about betting, which is very ironic because it's also my girlfriend's name. But hope is just the absolute worst thing a better can have. I I said it earlier with uh, West Virginia and Syracuse. I was tweeting on my personal account at Zach Rieger 18, by the way. Uh, All clout, give it to me. Um, I was bet I had West Virginia and they, the zone destroyed them. The zone of Syracuse absolutely destroyed West Virginia. And so it was over. I was like, you know what? I lost whatever. I'm mad, but it's fine because I had them in my survival pool as well. And then all of a sudden I look back and they're down two. I was like, don't give me hope. Just lose. Like what, what does that help me if you just go and win? Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't know. And that's what the tournament comes down to. And that's why, because you'll have these skilled teams coming to the tournament who are 20 and eight, three seeds, four seeds and lose those 11s and 12s. And it's because once tournament time, it comes down to half court. You're not going to get the transition buckets you got in the regular season. And it's the same way with every sport. Once it's playoff time and win and go home, plays a little bit different. To make it worse, I, I felt dirty picking West Virginia. I had Syracuse get into the Sweet 16, erased out my bracket, and then put in West Virginia and then put them in my survival pool, bet them against the spread. I don't even remember what the spread was. Four, five maybe. Wasn't anything too crazy, but brutal. But you know what? Enough talk about basketball because it's a happy day. It, hey, happy National Beer Day. Wine? Whiskey? <laughs> but that is also um, a little unfortunate. I kind of had some realization. I should probably try to publish this sometime tonight when it's still National Beer Day. And as we transition to baseball, look how smooth of a transition this is about to be. We were talking about betting. Well, you know, this week's been kind of hit or miss. I've been pretty good with baseball. I've been pretty 50-50 with probably probably like 51-49. I've been winning. But the Indians, I think Indians minus one and a half against the Royals today. And they've they won by two. That's perfect. They won but on the anniversary. On the anniversary of major league that is the easiest bet i think i've ever made i literally put that in my calendar today for the rest of my life it's a recurring event until i die yeah that i'm in indians today yeah. indians on april 7th like put it in your calendars folks you are welcome like yeah. zach sports insiders it's it's easy money if if you don't want free money uh i i believe jake herget i believe your uh your profession has something to do with Making money? I'm not sure. A little bit, but I'm not giving away free money. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I am because on this podcast, on this podcast, Indians, whenever it's April 7th, free money. So how about that for a transition? Keep with the betting game in baseball. Oh, we're back. Man, I'm, I'm sweating. It's not just because my grandparents' house is hot. I'm sweating but, just because of how good I am. And then the Cardinals are already today. The game's over. Seven nothing win while we're recording. So easy, easy. I I bet them. I bet them just about every game, but it it's so hard not to, man. I mean, they're if they keep getting underdog like plus money, I'm gonna take that every time, even if it's like minus one hundred, minus one ten. I won't be minus one hundred, minus one hundred five. We're talking about free money again. The Marlins, come on. <laughs> oh man, so let's. Let's hop into it. Like I said, I might have to publish this or post this uh, just tonight, just so it's still beer day slash wine, whiskey slash major league. One of the best movies ever. Love that movie. Top top three baseball movie. Easily. Absolutely. Top three baseball movie. Top five sports movie. Oh, yeah. Like just goaded. Oh, yeah. Charlie Wild, Wild Thing, baby. Wild Thing. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> I think I know what I'm doing after I'm done recording this. I think after I post it, of course, because I'm not a lazy podcaster. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think I know. I was trying to think, what movie am I going to watch tonight? I, I think I decided. I mean, it's only right. They won me money. So, yeah, easy decision. The day you come out. Not to brag, Zach Sports did go 2-0 today. I, I was... 
I was on the verge of a cold spell. I could feel it. I was like four and seven on the week, not what it needed to be. And I was like, you know what? We're going to dial it down. Just give me two. Give me the Brewers. Give me the Indians. Both hit. Beautiful. So let's get into just baseball. It was opening week last Thursday. We've been in baseball season for about a week now. What are your thoughts? What What do those notes tell you about? What What has Herget seen? Ooh. Ooh, I hope you heard that. I hope my mic picked that up. Does that, do that one more time. One more time. You want, you want, let's see what the notes are. came prepared. I mean, it's been a good opening week. Obviously, Nationals having COVID kind of put a damper on things. I had a couple Mets and Nationals on my fancy team, so that kind of hurt me in the categories. But it's been a good week. No one's really extended themselves. The Dodgers are doing great, obviously. They're always stacked. Always had the best pitching staff, best bullpen, so nothing new there. But everyone's kind of just sticking around the pack. The Cubs suck, which is nice. And Cardinals 4-2, and two, baby. We're off to a hot start. We just swept the Marlins. We're coming home for the home opener. So, it's looking for a good start. All right, I have one more question for you as we're talking about this. I, I shouldn't say one more question. I have another question for you. Nolan Arenado, has he, A, exceeded the hype, B, the height or be ultra the height for coming to St. Louis. Hmm. I mean, it's been a, it's been a good start. He's definitely exceeding. So I feel like he's in that middle range. I'm not going to say he's going ultra. Ultra, but, yeah. but, but uh, that's super you're, you're in the super range. I think I might be in the super range because man's going crazy. What does he have? Nine hits yeah. through nine. Hit. Yeah. He's over 400 yeah. and I think a lot of Cardinals, anytime they get a huge free agent, there's always a slow start, a learning process, whatever you want to call it. There's always something that just, it takes him a bit, but he's been red hot from the start. And he's been with the team for like a week now, like playing games. And he said that he's like, he's feeling a lot better now and feeling more, even more comfortable. So if you're uncomfortable hitting 400, like, damn. Yeah. (laughs) I've said it since he got – he's our next Matt Holiday. He's going to be our – He's going to be better. Him and Goldschmidt. And looking at our lineup, obviously, like, we have, like, our young guys. But if you had told me we have Arenado and Goldschmidt three, four years ago, I would have said, what? Like, we have both the MVP candidates in the in the West. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dodgers better watch out, baby. We're coming for the NL West. Uh but I, speaking of the lineup, I'm glad you brought that up because I loved when they brought out the first lineup because there was a bunch of rumors going around, like, who's going to be the three? Is it going to be Goldie, Arenado? Is it going to be Arenado, Goldie? Is it going to be three, four, two, three? Like, what's it going to be? And they, I got exactly what I wanted. I don't know what side you were on, but I wanted Goldie at two, or, my yeah, Goldie at two, Arenado at three. Because I remember last year, Goldie hit two, and I think it was DeYoung that hit three for the beginning of the season, and that was beautiful. And the fact you get both of them in the first inning, and, I mean, it's – I think Goldie and Arenado, like, it, it should be in that order. Because Goldie, I think he'll be a little more disciplined, a little more – probably he'll have a better OBP by the end of the year. But then Arenado's kind of got the wow factor as well. So I think that's – I was ecstatic. with. I didn't even look at the rest of the lineup. I was excited when I saw them two, three. Yeah. I do like Goldie in the two. I don't know. I just – don't feel really good about DeYoung in the four. And DeYoung, he's that streaky hitter. He's going to hit 400 for two months this year, and he's going to hit a buck 50 for four months this year. So get him in that four hole when he's hot, it'll be great. But when he's in that four hole when he's cold, it's going to hurt because we're going to Goldie's going to get on, Arenado's going to get on. And if we got to do in the four hole, hitting a buck 50 for a month, just not going to go as well. Yeah, I think Carlson will get there eventually. I hope he does. He had a grand salami tonight in the ninth. That was beautiful. Uh, But I I think Carlson will get there. DeYoung, uh, I do like DeYoung a lot, but he is very streaky, much like most of the Cardinals are, which is why I'm glad we have another consistent bat in Arenado. Uh, So I think – I mean, I I like DeYoung at like five. Like I said, when I saw that, I didn't even look at the rest of the lineup because I didn't really care. I I cared, but – not not as much as when I saw the two three, but I was a little interested that I saw the young at four. I think it's more because I guess Schilt just trusts him more. He's had more experience than Carlson. 
But I think Carlson will get up to the four spot. And then uh, the five spot the past couple of days, the Matt Carpenter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that one. He had a rough spring and he just hasn't been the same player. And that's talking about the lineup. We got four guys hitting over 200. Everyone else is under 200 in our lineup. That is a normal starter. So Arenado, Edmund, Molina, and Goldschmidt, only players hitting over 200. Yeah, so. that's, that is not good. That's what you kind of expected the Cardinals. But it, baseball is so funny in the fact that it's streaky in general. So when you say that someone is streaky, that means they got to be like insanely streaky. Mm-hmm. But it it's just – I'm very curious to see how this first week goes because I love – I I'm looking at all the probable pitchers and probable stars for tomorrow and I do that pretty much every day. It's funny seeing all these guys with seven ERAs, 12 ERAs, just because they had one bad start. And it, it is, it, it's always interesting to me. But I think that's another, because Cardinals have been producing as of late, but Carlson has three hits on the year, all three home runs. I think DeYoung has three hits on the year, two home runs. So eventually these home runs are going to keep happening and either they're going to have to turn it around and start hitting for average, or we're going to stop producing and be a stagnant offense. So, yeah, which no one, the Cardinals, I'm unfortunately used to stagnant offenses, but this year should be a little different or at least less of that. But I do have to play devil's advocate here because I am a very anti-Matt Carpenter guy. I know I about cussed out uh, Joe Epic last week even bringing up his name on my podcast but I have to say something and you can't argue with you cannot argue with that the Cardinals are 2-0 with Carpenter in the five spot oh shoot am I wrong am I they're 2-0 they haven't lost but no (laughs) this is what I want to talk about what about our bullpen because I was going to say, what about our bullpen? Get me started. Yeah. I mean, Carpenter's been in the lineup the last two days. So he's got, uh, what was it, Gant yesterday? Yep. Outing. Nothing great. De- Decent. He, he scared me. He was on my fantasy team. Scared me. So, I don't want to say luck because he definitely got out of the innings. But the fact he only had like one earned run was wild. He was up at like 80 pitches through four innings. Not okay. efficient, but first start. I, I still have John Gant. John Gant is good at baseball. The flow. I mean, how can you not be good with the flow like the that? Beard, the flow, good at baseball. What more do you need? The, the whole package, baby. As our fives, give me that. But then Flaherty had a good outing today, so that always helps. And then into our bullpen, I think uh, – I hate our bullpen. We have three solid guys, and two of them have big question marks for me. Gallegos. I think he's the real deal. I think he's our number one guy. I love Gallegos. If we could – and I'm kind of – so I'm like the technical baseball guy. And when someone has a good role and they're succeeding, I don't think you move them. So if he's a good setup man, leave him there. Don't try to push him into being a closer. Don't try to push him into being a multi-inning guy. Let him be where he's good. I, I do like Gallegos at the eight. There's something about it. He could maybe be a good closer if because we will have closer question marks. But I, there's some Gallegos in the eight. Just give let him be the setup man. I agree with you on that one. And then Hicks coming off Tommy John. Love him. And wild card. Wild card. And wild thing. Wild thing. Wild thing 2.0. <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, I mean. He's done well so far, but like you said, wild card. You don't really know. Coming off Tommy John, the control always isn't there. It's been there so far, so hopefully it stays, but you don't know. And then Reyes, I can't help but hold my breath every time he throws a pitch. (laughs) I I said my wild card too soon. (laughs) (laughs) Now, yeah, I take it back. Take it back. Now, Alex Reyes wild card. Oh, yeah. But they've all – Reyes, Gallegos, and – Picks have all been good. So right now we're to the point where if a starter can get six innings and these guys can keep it up, we're good. But then the front half of our bullpen, Andrew Miller hasn't been the same pitcher ever since we got him. I was excited when we signed him, but that that hasn't turned out. He's still great. He's still great in the show, though. So if you're playing the show, put him in golden. That slider. But 
Hazley's been awful. Webb's been awful. Webb has always been awful. Oh yeah, I I've, I've never liked Webb. You see, I yeah, I I was gonna say I've given. I still think Helsley can be good. Miller, who knows? But some of our other guys, I think our bullpen is okay. They haven't played great yet, but I think they're okay because we have those guys. You don't need a ton of guys. But Tyler Webb is one guy. I know. Anytime he comes in, I'm oh, yeah. terrified. Uh-huh. Like, Every time he comes in, I'm like, oh, this game is probably over. Yeah, like it's it can be two outs, and we just need one more guy, like one more out. They bring Tyler Webb. I was like. Because yeah. now have those, here comes here comes a couple of runs. Wasn't it starting this year? Or did it start last year that the pitcher has to throw the three guys no matter yeah. what? Last year, I hate that rule so much. Oh, yeah. Or until like it's either three batters or until a commercial break. So he would be able to come in if he could get that out. But I hate that because the main reason is just to speed up the game, and it it just sucks because the MLB is losing out on their actual true fans. They're trying to grow fans by changing their game so much. When just stop blacking out every damn game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's the whole thing. And even last year during the pandemic, so the shortened season, they put that rule in place, the three inning or the three batter rule, and games still went longer than they did the year before. The whole reason they're putting yeah. all these rules in place are shorter games better attention span for younger audiences and they're making the games longer. Just play the game normal, attract your fans. Baseball's going to yeah. be fine. There's plenty of baseball fans out yeah. there. It's America's pastime for a reason. So you have your group of fans. I feel like with all these real changes, they're losing out of that group and then they're not gaining anyone. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anyone just be like, Oh, did you see that game? That, that was about a half hour shorter. All right. Like let's, but let's go watch this game. The people that like the NBA and don't like baseball or like only like football, they're not they're not coming to baseball if it's ten minutes, fifteen minutes shorter. No, and like the reason why it's longer is because oh, this guy's getting railed, like he's absolutely like getting hit after hit, and so oh, but you can't pull him yet, no, because they have to keep going. And I get, I was gonna say, I get, yeah, I was gonna say, I get like the whole offense is more like offense is more sexy, offense is more attractive, so that'll like bring in more people but i'm not seeing it i i hate i love baseball but the mob man sometimes it's it's something although yeah. although manfred was absolutely slammered at the world series so i, I respect him a little bit now <laughs> after seeing that oh i'll never respect him it, i i got a little close i've seen him slammered and he he was like oh I, I have to go give a speech now oh no i didn't think this through but I, I respect that aspect of it. So I like him about 1% now after seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> 0.5 roundup, maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, not kind words to myself. Yeah. Hey, let, let them rip. I, I'm here. I, I'm ready to cancel you at any moment. I know we've already said Indians a few times. but Did they actually change their name? They haven't. They said that they, I think by next year they will. They said at the beginning of the season that they're like going to change it, but they're not like they're not going the Washington route where they're not the Cleveland baseball team. They're they're riding with the Indians until they make the name change. I'm guilty of calling the Reds the Washington football team the Redskins still, but it, it it's impossible. Like when it's we're what, what, growing up, twenty plus years of calling them that, like it, it's bound to slip up. Oh yeah. But I mean, that's I, I'm ready. I, I'm recording this. I don't know if you know that. I only invited you on to get you canceled. I, I hope do you know like, that. I do like the Washington football team name, though, and their logo is kind of cool. I their kinda... unis, their unis are sexy. Uh huh. They are nice. Like they kept their colors, but I feel like the maroon is a little bit darker. I don't know if that's just me, or because it, it takes up the whole helmet. Like it seems a little bit darker, and then like just the numbers on the helmets. Like it, it's kind of nice. It, it was hard being a bandwagon Giants fan last year, but that's that's what it was. And I hate Doug Peterson. But did, I, you, I, did you see that the Spanos family is apparently going to look into sell the Chargers and my boy Jeff Bezos coming in? Come to St. Louis. Oh, please, God. Come to St. Louis. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> you got to. But I was going to say, speaking of bandwagon, well – 
man, going up. I have about five different tangents I can go on just from that conversation. Man, I, I, I got to choose wisely here. Uh, let's start off. I was talking Giants base or John, not Giants baseball, Giants football with being a, a bandwagon fan. That was my team. My I'm a Titans fan, die hard, but you got to pick a bandwagon team, someone to kind of root for, you know? And so to, I chose the Giants. I had a future on them to win the NFC East, the NFC beast, I should say. And I, I still cannot believe Doug Peterson, the Eagles. He screwed me about three times last year. Oh, yeah. he, he's done. Ha, has he gone anywhere? The two point conversion. Yeah, and then just oh, let, let's let's see what Nate Sudfield has. Like let, let let's check him out. Like Jalen Hurts, I know you're not the second round. Like well, he's probably our future, but you know what? I want to see what this third string, probably fourth year maybe guy who was a like late round pick. Like let's see what he's got. And after you see three straight three and outs, you're like, no, no, let, let's see what he's got. Like, come on. Giants could have won that. My future was alive. going on this, though, because at Jesse Hummel, I've been telling him for years, Doug Peterson inherited a Super Bowl team. He's a joke. Carson Wentz is a joke. All those dudes are jokes. Get him out of here. At Jesse Hummel. I was going to say, I, I need to look it up. Plus, I hope Jesse Hummel's listening. And he is one of the guys that is all about, hey, let's start a podcast. But as soon as I bring it up to him, crickets. So let's see. And he hasn't asked to be on yet. So whatever. I have a list of about five people. Yes, listeners, I have friends. Um, I brought the notes. Today. I think I'm making a solid case for being co-host. Oh, you're you're killing it. I'm trying to see. I don't think Peterson is signed anywhere. Oh, no. Because, no, because we have that communal blacklist. And – Everyone has teams. I have one name, and it is Doug Peterson. I will not ever bet against a team that Doug Peterson has gone against. He burned me with a two-point conversion with putting in Nate Sudfeld, and then I think I had like one or two other games that I bet against the Eagles, and the Eagles covered every time. So he, he is he is blacklisted. So if you guys ever see, you know, Doug Peterson sign it, I don't. Hit me up on social media. Let me know because that is important information because I want to keep winning money. Yeah, we'll send some mean tweets too. Oh, oh, send all the mean tweets. Send them my way so I I, I can just like transfer them towards him with uh, with some accounts. But I mentioned bandwagon teams, and with it being baseball season, we got let, let's get it live on the air. Let's mention our bandwagon teams. I, I'm going right down yours, so I will have a contract essentially so you will not be able to back you will not be able to back out on this team you you will have to ride with them all season long highs and lows i think i know your answer just from just from being your friend but uh i'm very intrigued jake hergett who was your bandwagon team for 2021 major league baseball go first off it would never be an nl team i could never root against my cardinals so it's definitely an AL team. We're going out to the West, and it's the Angels. The Angels. This was not the team that I thought at all. This was not it. Oh, I was thinking White Sox for sure. I do love Tony Larusa. That's but... what I was thinking. Tony Larusa, Tim Anderson. They're kind of nice this year. Uh, that's that's where my money would have been. Guessing yours, but this makes it a lot better because now I fully get to hear your reasoning. I don't hate it. I really don't. Get, give me your explanation. Well, what about the Angels? All right. First, Mike Trout is the best player to ever play since Albert Pujols in his prime. Obviously. Obviously. And the Angels have Albert Pujols record chasing, which I love to watch. Wish Keep it was it up, on the baby. I wish it was on the Cardinals, but whatever. Then uh, Otani, I think he's one of the best hitters in the league. That was wild the other night. Oh, yeah. Pitched a starting pitcher who pitched 101. And then what was his exit velocity? It was like 110. I think it was 115. 115, maybe? Yeah. Ridiculous. That's, but, yeah, so unbelievable. Think Continue. I think he can hit with anyone in the league. But pitching, his control is not even close. Five walks in his first outing. You can't yeah. walk. So, hopefully he can get that under control. And I feel like that's another Tommy John thing because he had it two years ago now. Yeah, yeah, two years ago. 
the velocity always comes, everyone says like surgery, velocity. No, it's the control that comes back last. So maybe that will come back. But the biggest thing with the Angels is the bullpen. So they got Iglesias. <laughs> we were talking, yeah. Multi-inning closer. They haven't had a closer since K-Rod back when he closed. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a minute. <laughs> Jack has been the most solid setup man probably in the league. He's gone all over the place, but he's always been good wherever he's at. And then old Cardinal Mike Myers. Been a little workhorse, workhorse for him. Mike Myers, I another name I haven't heard in a minute. I didn't even know he was still in the league. Good for Mike. Four games this year already. Only giving up one run. He's doing real Ooh. good. So I like That's what I like to see. I like the bullpen in L.A. Dodgers are always going to sell out those games. Angels aren't going to get any fans, even if I don't think they're letting anyone in anyway. But probably not. Who I love knows? Them. Mike Trout's the best player in the league right now. Pujols is going to hit thirty home runs. Doesn't matter. Holdy is and Otani is a fun player to watch. Yeah, I like that pick. I really do. Just because they're so easy to root for. I root against pretty much every LA sport, but the Angels are always kind of like the like bringing us to NBA. The Clippers are always kind of root for just because they're not like the mainstream. Like, oh, it's LA. But then also you have Mike Trout, who is like the best player, like r- truly is, and you just like you want to see him succeed because he's at the point of his career. I think he's thirty. 31. Like he, Is he, that old? he, he's up there. He's been in the league since 2014. I'll look it up right now. Uh, Mike Trout. Let's see. Oh, 29. So I was close. 29. Still in his 20s, still in his prime. But like, he's probably got a few, like, he's, he's got a few years left and he's only been to the playoffs once and ha- hasn't even won. He got swept. Yep. Like, he, he needs, succeed because he's just that good of a player and the angels aren't they're not going to give them really anyone more than they have with Rendon with Otani Albert Pujols like they're they have some people there but the what like the West is going to be interesting because I think the A's take the division I do I have a future on them six what they're one and six right now, I think. They're one and six. It's a slow start, baby. It's a hundred sixty-two game season. It's a long season, so I, I'm I'm not sweating because of my future. I'm sweating because my house is hot. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that's who I have winning. I still think they do. They just have a complete team. Uh, Astros, they've come out hot. They really have, and I I do I love. I'm always all aboard the Astros hate chance, whatever it is. I hate them. But I had to say something last season when I was just like, you're kidding me. Because they're like, I followed all the accounts, like all the shame tour accounts. Loved it. Loved all the content. But all of a sudden, they're like, oh, then everyone went crazy just with how, oh, when did they lose in the ALCS? Yeah, they lost to the Rays, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. So they lost in the ALCS. And they're like, oh, we told you you can't win it all with this. And it's like, they, they still got like to game seven of the ALCS. Like they, they're, they're still like a quality team. So I had to draw the line there, but I was, I, I love all the hate. They've come out hot again. Like it's, oh, well, it, it's open. They have coming to them. Not a single punishment for any player. Oh, it's ridiculous. The GM got one. You, you know what? I, I don't care that Manfred was hammered. You know what? Back to 0.5% life. Like uh, I, I can't do it. <laughs> point two. Point one. We'll go point one. I have to show at least something for him going up slammered. <laughs> no, but that, that whole situation was absolutely ridiculous. I, I do hate that, which is why I love the shame tour so much. But whatever was like, oh, you see, like going crazy. And I was like, they, they still made like the ALCS, like game seven, I think it got to. Like they're, that, that's not necessarily you winning just because they didn't win at all. Yeah. But like, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, so I like the Angels pick. That's that. That's a solid one. Like I said, not where I was going to – where I thought you were going to go. Me as well, it, it's got to be AL. I mean, like – and th- there's a few teams I had. Like, the A's were up there. There's a lot of AL teams. Like, I kind of like the Rays. Like, just growing up, there's always been AL teams I like, but not a lot of NL teams that I like. I think the only NL team that I kind of like is the Rockies. And uh, our, our guest has left, folks, if you were not tuning into YouTube. But by the way, check us out on YouTube. You know, I got a whopping four views. 
last episode. Oh, he needed a refill. He needed a yeah. refill. I, I, I take it back, but still, check us out on YouTube. Just go searching Zach Sports, Z-A-X Sports. Um, I tried to find a cool link for you guys, but it was just all a bunch of random letters, and that's too much work for all of us. So just check out Zach Sports. It's funny. You can see our beautiful faces. You will not want to miss the face of Jake Herget. Like, that is that is a face to die for. And we're having a good time on here. And we're having a good time. You know, I, I hope you have a little whiskey, a little wine. I guess it's beer day. Have a little beer. You're listening. You're watching us. I, I bet you feel like you're part of the conversation. Like, it and has to be. Feel free to jump in. You can always Oh, please up. feel free. I, I already get yelled at for talking too much in my relationship and my friendships. I talk too much. I get that. Like, I, you will not hurt my feelings. Jump on in, baby. Like, let, let's talk. Oh, yeah. But. All right, so Angels, I like it. So I, like I was saying with all that, I think the Rockies are about the only NL team that I kind of like. And, 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 and since they've given us Arenado and they're paying his salary, I like them even more. Yeah. There's just something about it. The stadium's great. Like, it's Colorado. They've never been a real threat. So it's like, you know, I, that's been what Gave us Arenado? Oh. Yeah. On, I, I was going to say – I think they're about the only NL team that I show like a little bit of lack to the rest. I'm like, I, I was looking cause we were talking. It's like, how many bandwagon teams do we pick? And our first all was one. We were like, do, do we kind of dabble in a couple? And it was like, I'm looking at all these teams. I was like, cause one AL one NL would make sense. And I'm looking at these teams. I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to have to, I hate every East team. I can't, oh, I hate every East team. Miami's the only, Miami's the only team that I hate a little bit less than everyone else. Yeah, because they just let us win. But then the yeah, left, I was like, okay, the Diamondbacks, they gave us Goldschmidt. I might be able to mess with them a little bit. The Rockies, but it's not even worth bandwagoning them if they're going to lose 90 games. Exactly. So, anyways, we are back to my pick now that I, you guys have been listening to probably for the last like five minutes just waiting for on the edge of your seats and my team I was a little upset because on my last episode I brought it up <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat baby he's on the edge of his seat if you guys are not joining on YouTube you guys are missing out like you're just missing out on guys being dudes having the time of their lives talking sports you got, you got drinks. yeah who doesn't want to drink on a Wednesday night like come on now not me not me. I would not want to be that guy. Do, do I have to be up at like six tomorrow? Yeah. Do I care a little bit, but not really. <laughs> okay. So now I, I got to at least get my name out there. I, I've been, <laughs> I've had about five intros saying, and my team is so, and I'm not going to give it to you quite yet because that's who I am as a person. So I talked about it a little bit last week and I was very intrigued and a little upset because he agreed with me because I was kind of ready to argue and kind of fight my thing, fight my fight. But then at the same time, I was like, okay, I'm not the only one. I got someone to hang out with. And we were talk we talked about them a little bit. And it I've said I've bet the Cardinals about every day, and just about every day I've bet this team as well. It's the Toronto Blue Jays. I love them. Like I've liked them. I liked them last year. I liked them the year before, but this year I'm fully ready. They're my bandwagon team. I, I have a future on them to win the East too. That one's a long shot, oh, but I, I've got a future on them. Like let's, they, they could do it if the Yankees get injured again, which they will. Judge is already out again. Like it's only a matter of time. And then the Red Sox, they've been hot lately, but I think they're closer to the Orioles series than they are to the Rays series. The Rays, I think are the biggest threat. Yeah, I agree with you there. The Red Sox, they're nothing. Yankees, they're good, but like you said, they're hurt every year. It's like only a matter of time. Dudes. And if it happens one year, okay. Coincidence. Just got unlucky. But it's been like the last three or four years with the Yankees where just their whole lineup is decimated every June and July. It, it's ridiculous. I got. I don't understand. I don't know if they need a new strength and conditioning coach or what. Because it, it's crazy. Or they just knew. They're like, they're in their scouting report. It's like, ooh, should we try to trade for this guy? Mm, he's been injured the past couple of years. Or he, he shows some injury history. Yes, give me that guy. Give me that. I, I want when he when he plays, he'll hit like 350, but he'll only play about a third of the season. Yeah. 
That, that's what I want. That's what we need. <laughs> that's what we – so – and it's hard because I just said that I like the Rays. Like, I do, but there's something about the Blue Jays. They're young. And Vlad Guerrero is not my favorite guy. I love Bo Bichette. I've been a Bo Bichette guy for – ever since he's joined the league. Ever since he's come up. Even – no, even when he was in AAA, even when he was a top prospect. Love Bo Bichette. Lourdes Gurriel, fantastic. They have Hinjin Ryu as their ace. Because their their problem was they had all these young guys. Kevin Vigio is another one that I love. They have all these young guys who are coming in, which is why I've liked them the past couple of years. But now, like during year two, year three, whichever it is, so again a little bit more experience, and they've just never had pitchers. And now they have Kenjin Ryu, who is a stud. But then they have like, then it's always kind of been question marks. But they've been looking good. They're first in the East right now. They've lost a couple of the Rangers, which is a little sad, but. I like uh, Ross Stripling. Old. He's a long reliever for the Dodgers last year. Kind of over there. He, he's a starting pitcher, but. You know he is. He is. I don't think he's gotten a start this year. Has he been in the bullpen this year? Is he? For him? Pretty sure he's a starter. But let's see. I He should be a starter. Shows This is why this is my bandwagon team. I don't follow them quite as close yet. We're looking up Ross Stripling. We're going to see. He's 31. Wow. I didn't realize he was that old. Let's check him. See Let's can... see. He's there. He pitches the eighth. So pitches the... Not tomorrow, but next day. Or no, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So as you're listening to this, he's pitching. So, let... yeah. So he, okay. So he's own. So he was oh, a starter. Well, All right. Wait, wait a minute. So tomorrow you got your Blue Jays versus my Angels. Okay, How about that. We got Ross Stripling versus uh, who we got here? Hmm. Ross Stripling versus Ooh Griffin Canning. I do like Griffin Canning. All right, everyone listening. I was gonna say wait. We that's on Angels money line. That's what. All right. So what's our? We we need some sort of bet going on. Like we need something man to man. What do we want to throw down on this one? That's what I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. I'm thinking possibly like we could possibly do money, like a little fiver or something small, or we could do something a little bit. I think we well, seen. I think we need some public podcast humiliation. That, that's what I'm saying. Like money means nothing to me. Like we at this point, like it's our two bandwagon teams going head to head. Like we, I think we need something else. You know, we. I I'm drawing a blank right now with something, but I think maybe the listeners should let us know what they think. Yeah, or how it should be next week, and whatever the listeners want the bet to be. Like we we are open. I I'm I will do just about anything. It, it's a blessing and a curse. Like it's like let, let us know because I'm I'm intrigued. Like we need to have something. Let's see. They're they play at six Central time, so we have until six to discover something. Yeah, I said we get I, the listeners to vote on some stuff. Throw out some suggestions. And- yeah, let, let's throw out some suggestions. And then we'll we'll put a Twitter poll out there. So let's see. Uh, all right. Let, let's get about three suggestions for what we should have. Don't you love this planning? We're just coming up with stuff. We, we don't even need a plan. We we have our pages of notes. Yeah, we have all these notes, but we don't even need them. Like we're, we're just golden. All right. So let's see. We should do. All right. Because this is just for tomorrow's game. Am I like get in writing? and give them some more it's a four game series we don't want to tie all right did they play today they play tomorrow they didn't play today oh yeah because the jays played the rangers today okay yeah so it's a four game series so yeah let's let's bet on the series and if it's two two we we both have to do the punishment okay all right (laughs) (laughs) all right so i think the first one should be something simple nothing crazy just post a selfie video of you talking about why your team sucks and the other team is amazing. Okay. Something simple, nothing crazy, but so post a selfie video is number one. Uh, All right. So do you have any ideas for another one? I'm trying to think we can. Um, well, I'm normally good at these kind of things. I'm, I'm struggling. The, the whiskey hasn't started speaking to me uh, yet. I I need some more, uh, I need to get the brain working a little bit on this. No, we, we don't we don't have to dwell on this. I think we'll just kind of keep talking, keep going throughout the episode, and we'll we'll get there. Yeah, if you think of something, just throw it out. And the listeners, if you got something better than what we come up with, yeah, please comment. 
at Zach Sports HQ. I, I didn't say that. I said the YouTube. I, I didn't get to the social media because I was just so excited to talk about sports. So <laughs> at Zach Sports HQ, you can follow me at Zach Rieger 18. Herget, I don't have your uh, Twitter memorized. I believe. <laughs> at Jake Herget, maybe. <laughs> you, can, you can just follow me and watch me complain about the Cardinals baseball when they'd suck. Yeah, Jake, yeah. at Jake Herget, if you want to. At Jake Herget, nice and simple. So, yeah, give us all a follow. And for sure, Zach Sports HQ. We're up to like 78 now. We're starting the account a couple weeks ago. Like, we're, we're getting there. We're going we're gonna to get up there. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. So, it's, it's a lot of fun. That Twitter account, we put out some picks every day, just about every day. Every now and then, we, you just need a break with betting. You need a day off every now and then. So, maybe a couple months off, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And maybe don't give Fergie to follow on Twitter. You might not want that. <laughs> but all right. So, as of now, we have the post selfie video. Um, I think, ooh, I missed something in my notes while we were talking about the Cardinals. Ooh. You know how we uh, – I thought we might talk a little bit more about uh, the lineup with Carpenter. So, with Carpenter coming in, I have a couple thoughts because I, I hate him, but I, I don't like him at five. If he was to come in, put him at eight or something. I don't yeah. like him at five. But I, I don't mind Edmund in the outfield or Edmund at second because he can do it all. But Nagowski is the GOAT, man. Throw him out there. He's a first baseman, but – he got a little outfield reps in spring training. Throw him out there, baby. He hasn't played yet this season. I don't know about that one. I think that's I, okay. I got to shout out Nagowski. Got to shout him out at least. You got to shout him out. He's, he rakes, but put him in the right field. I think you're just asking for some, some big ease and some unearned runs. You don't want any of that. No, yeah, probably not. But I believe if he rakes, he'll make up for it right away. And you know Schultz, <laughs> guy, so you know he's not going to just throw out random guy. I mean, Jose Martinez was the only guy that he threw in the field knowing this is a liability. Oh, he was so bad. I remember I was excited, and all of a sudden they made the big switch to first, and my dumb ass was like, ooh, okay. I was like, my thought was, oh, he's got, like, length. He's tall. He's, like, 6'7". He can go up and reach the high ones. But little did I th- – little did I, like – I didn't put any thought into it, and most of the missed throws are low. And he's six, seven, awkwardly trying to like scoop down, and he's gonna get that about tw- two times out of ten, like not a lot. So as it sees, uh, I, my uh, my my thoughts going into things, but whew, we I don't even know what time we're at. We're we're probably getting pretty good, but we've talked baseball, we've talked a little basketball, bandwagon teams. Herga's got the Angels. It's written down here, so he cannot get away from it. Okay. <laughs> and then I, I have the Blue Jays. And uh, we last thing you talk about, let's get a little fantasy talk going, you know? Okay. So uh, I, we're in a dynasty league together. It's our first year making a dynasty league. It's categories, which I've had last year was my first year in categories. I'm still a points guy, but I was in categories last year. Kind of figured out some of the strategy heading into it. Now, you know, I'm I'm have to like, be full on into it so we're trying to figure it out but i got the two pick we randomized draft order since it's kind of a dynasty startup and i happily got the two pick i got tatis with that so i was very excited and monday night was a tough night for me it really was we had gonzaga losing and not covering and during the game we had fernando tatis getting hurt so that, that was not too great. Not too great at all. But I have I, – I may or may not have texted someone in the league, and I might possibly be looking to make a trade. I'm not sure yet. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I want to see if this person is listening because I, I'm going to try to trade rape you. This is a full message to the Spencer Claggett. Ooh. I, I, I am ready. So let's see if he listens because – there's no way he accepts a trade and listens to this podcast. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Spencer Claggett, Rieger's coming for the trade rate. If you listen, you'll know. I, I, I have no I, – I know I said nice. I know I texted you and called you sexy and, you know, was 
flirting with you a little bit, but that, that was all for show. And you know that now if you listen to this podcast. Yeah. If you Is listen it, to, what are we at, like 50 minutes now? If yeah. You listen to 50 minutes of us, you're going to know you're about to get you're it. Going to, you, you better stay away because, I mean, it, first off, it's Tati, so you're getting a ton of anyways because Bo Bichette's coming to my team. He has Bo Bichette, and I love him. It is storming here. I, I don't know if the mic picked that up. But damn. Yeah. It was storming her earlier. We're a little bit south of you, though. Washington. Yeah. I was going to say, it, it just picked up like crazy. Like, there, there's some thunder going on. Yeah. But, <laughs> so anyway, Spencer Claggett, I'm for sure getting Bo Bichette. And uh, he texted me today. He sent me a message. He said, oh, he, it's like, I like it. Because I texted him. I, I was being nice at first. You know, I'm a gentleman. So I was like, you know, I, I haven't thought too much into it yet, but I'm looking. I was like, would you be even interested in making a trade where Tatis and Boba Shed are like the main pieces? And he was like, yeah, I'd like that. But isn't Tatis hurt? And I knew then I was like, I have a chance. <laughs> I, I text him back as once again, a gentleman for the oh. time being. I was like, yeah, it's like timetable unknown, but like, you know, it. And who knows? It, it might be a bit, but it's a dynasty league. Like, who knows? And he was like, what were you thinking? I was like, yeah, I'll get back to you. I haven't looked too much into it yet. So I know for a fact I'm going to need a top-tier starting pitcher as well. So I'm thinking him and, Bo- him and Bo Bichette for Tatis. Like, a top-tier pitcher and Bo Bichette. Oh, you're talking about him giving you a top-tier pitcher. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm – No. <laughs> Tatis yeah. is the best guy in the deal. You had to give a top tier pitcher. I was like, oh, no. Hold on. No, I'm willing to throw in like a bench player, just throwing someone to make it a two for two. But like, I'm thinking I need like a Snell or like, I I, I need a top tier guy and yeah. Bo Bichette for a Tatis that's not going to play it. And I can just milk the dynasty thing. Just milk, oh, dude, we're going we're gonna to be in this league for 10 years, dude. You have Tatis for the next 10, 14 years. He oh, just yeah. signed a fat deal. Like, so that's so once again, Spencer Claggett, if you are listening, you know, yeah, yeah, do not accept this trade, but at the same time, accept the trade. Like, let's make this happen because I I am very because I had a chance to pick up Bubba Shet, but that was in like the third round, and I was like, I can't go two short stops (laughs) in the first like three rounds, I couldn't do it. Yeah, Um, it was tough not getting them. It's week one. Matt Chapman has been cold as ice. But the, the whole A's have given him time, baby. I got the future on him. But, uh, yeah, I, I went all hitters, basically. My ace is Max Fried, and he sucks. Max Freed. Freed Fried. <laughs> Freed <Stop>. is fried. <laughs> His arm is fried. But we're going to finish things out. It's week one. Like Rieger said 40 minutes ago, it's a long season, everybody. It's a Don't long worry. season. Oh, yeah. Fancy baseball is always fun. Ooh, that was a flash. Wow. I didn't just get a – okay, there's the thunder. Oh, I, I just got this mic today from Walmart, and it better pick that up. If it didn't pick up that thunder, I'm I'm returning it. Like, <laughs> that is not the quality that I want for a very decent price because I'm a broke man, but <laughs> that's what I need. All right, so let's see. We – we probably still master's talk. We, we got to get into it a little bit. I know we're probably running up a little bit close to time, but. We'll go quick here. We'll go quick. What do you got yeah, on the master's? I was going to say, here are my thoughts. Here's the research that I've done on the master's, and it is about nothing. But I, I have a few websites pulled up here. And this year, I really want to get back into the master's. Like, I like golf. Me, personally, I'm trying to golf more now. I'm, I'm looking at, like, clubs on some, like, cheaper sites. I really want to get back into golf. I want to get back into the Masters because it is such a huge sporting event. And I look at all these odds. Like, I just literally put up the odds. Dustin Johnson's favorite to win at 9-1. to one. Looked at all these guys, and I know about four of them just from name alone, which means that I am way out of touch right now. I know Jordan Spieth, he's at 10-1 to one right now. Rory McIlroy, of course. Brooks Kapka, I know. And Dustin Johnson, who's the favorite, sounds a little familiar, but I'm, I wouldn't, I couldn't tell you anything about him. All right, I, I, I'm struggling. Leave this one to me. Yeah, that that's what I told you. I was like, if we're gonna talk masters, I, I I'm here to learn. I am here to learn. 
teach me your ways. All right. So masters, I, so I had the masters in the falls when I had COVID. So I was okay. stuck inside all day watching and I lost a lot of money, but <laughs> you live and you learn. So here's a couple of things He's ready now. First, you check the weather before the day. Okay. Write it down. Edit I'm writing it down. It, once again, check. Money. write this down. Check the weather. Look up Augusta, Augusta, Georgia on your weather app. If there has been rain the day of or the day before, you bet every under on every play you can because these players are so good. And if they get any advantage they can, they're going to tear up the course when their ball's not flying all over the place. So if you see rain the day before or during the day, bet the unders on as many players as you can. Just do your minimum bet on the under. If, if you're on YouTube right now, you can see that I just wrote this down. Check the weather, hashtag under season. I have this. The opposite goes. If you see dry, if it's been nothing but sunshine for the last five days, you bet every over. Because those balls are going to be flying all over the course, flying in the woods, flying over the greens. Over season. I it's like it. So you got to watch that weather. That's the biggest thing. This is what I need. I, I may be their host, but I, I'm here to learn. But I, I got my picks here. So as you right, know, let, let's hear them. Let's hear them. I had COVID in the fall, so I watched every minute of the Masters last year. I watched the Players Championship last how many weeks ago? Whatever. Dustin Johnson dominated the Masters last year, and it's it's a course that aids the guys that hit the long ball. And I'll go on record. I'm not a Bryce DeChambeau guy. I don't like him. I don't think he's a good golfer. Obviously, he's good. But he's not cut out to win it. Dustin Johnson plays long but plays in control. I like him at the 9-1. to one. I like Justin Thomas a lot. He's at 10-1. to one. He's been dominant. He won the players. He even in the Masters last year, he started off bad, came on strong at the end. I think he got like top six maybe. And then what Rieger was saying, Roy McIlroy, barely made the cut. I think he was plus two after two rounds, barely made the cut, finished 11 under and finished top five last time. I like him to win it at plus 16 to one. Yeah, plus he's two. just so experienced. Like you just, you know the name. If you're a casual golf, like you know Rory McIlroy, you know who he is. Uh-huh. And I know I'm going after like a lot of those top guys, but the top guys win. The big tournaments, top guys win. And I got one underdog for you, Lee Westwood. He came in second or third in the Players' Championship a couple weeks ago. His wife is the caddy. He doesn't have a caddy. All he has is his wife that carries around the bag because this man's so fucking confident in his game. He says, I don't even need one. He says, just carry my bag. I'll read the putts. I got everything under control. He's at plus 4,500, 45 to 1 odds. I like him as the underdog, Rieger. So what I'm hearing is we're going golfing this weekend, and you're bringing Chelsea, and I'm bringing Hope as our caddies. They're not going to play. They're just going to sit there we can, and we can let us know. They're, they're just going to let us know, and we're going to be like, okay. like, But let's see who the true caddy would be. Who's the true Lee Westwood? And it would not be me because I could have the expert cat, like whoever. I could have Dustin Johnson's caddy, and it, I, I – you know, I, I'd still – I might have one par. Probably not. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw the other day when I was texting you or in the group text, a foot away from a hole-in-one on Tuesday, baby. Yeah, I saw that. It's impressive. That's why it's golf season. Like, I love golf. Like, I, I like it. I'm just not very good at it. And I need clubs. I'm on the hand-me-down club train right now where uh, my dad, a couple years ago, we had all these hand I feel like my clubs are made in like the 40s. Like they're old. Like Claggett has a wooden wood. Like so. Oh no. Five wood. His wood is wooden. <laughs> it can it can be worse. But my dad literally had two bags. Me and my older brother, who you didn't know that I had. Interesting. We'll we'll get to that a little bit later. But our two, <laughs> he had two golf bags. And he just split up the set. He's like, all right, here you go for college. Here you go for college. So this set has been in my trunk. And every time I go golfing, I get made fun of at least five times. So I'm like, I've realized I'm like, I just need to get a decent driver because I had the worst game of my career, which I haven't played a bunch. So for it to be a worst game is pretty bad. 
I was playing in high school and I'm hitting, like, I can't hit anything. And all of a sudden my buddy has this nice new, like Callaway, like three, $400 driver. And he's like, here, like try this. I hit it like the most beautiful shot I've ever seen. <laughs> I hit it and nothing changed about my swing. Nothing changed about anything. So now I have the excuse like, oh no, I'm good at golf. It's just my equipment's just not there. It's just and the clubs. Even when you have the expensive nice clubs, it's still their fault. It's never your fault. Oh yeah. No, it's 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 these clubs that gotta get relaced or re something. Like it's you know. <laughs> so no, I, I'm very much in the market. So once again, social media, if you uh you have clubs in the cheaper range, I, I want to spend a little bit of dough. Not not a lot of bit of dough. Because <laughs> it's 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 an investment. I, I need to get but I'm thinking of my irons or whatever, irons are irons. Yes, there's better ones and worse. But I'm like, if I can get a solid driver and a solid putter, I'm like, that'll at least be a start. I'll or, keep uh, yeah, keep an eye out for me. You know, I've kind of, kind of braised the Facebook market, looked at Second Swing eBay. Like, I, I'm looking at a few places. We'll see. <laughs> we'll get out there. We'll get out there. Worst case scenario, you're still better than Ray. Honestly, Ray, but – <laughs> If Ray gets to this point in the podcast, which I guarantee you won't, you suck at golf, Ray. You <laughs> suck, boy. <laughs> you see, that's that's the thing, too. Because honestly, with the way I play golf, I get to about the seventh inning, and I can't even keep score anymore. So, Or not seventh inning, seventh hole. <laughs> so I get to about the seventh hole, and I can't even keep score anymore. So that's I, I'm playing, I'm swinging, I'm having a great time. I might be pissed about my score in the first six holes, then after about the seventh, eighth, I'm like, you know what? It's a great day. Hey, nice weather. Hey, any day on the golf course beats a day at work. So 100%. That's why we're in sales, baby. That's why we're in the field. <laughs> so those are my picks. You got Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Roy McElroy. Take the favorites. They win. And then if they you, do. Want, you want the sneaky underdog, go Lee. Notes are out of here. No, notes are out. You see, that's the thing. Like, it's definitely that way with Masters, but it's also that way with a bunch of other sports, too. Like, you look at it's like, oh, I don't really want to be the favorite. It's only plus, like, plus 200, plus 100 something. It's like, but, 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 like, they win. It's like, yeah, you could get amazing odds. Like, oh, I'm going to bet five bucks to win, like, a hundred. But it's like, are you really, though? Like, no. <laughs> like, or you could bet like 10 and get like 10, 20. <laughs> so, it, that's that's just betting in general. I'm definitely a a slut for the odds sometimes, though. I, oh, yeah. I, they they get me. They get me. I, I'm only human. I'm it's only human. The value odds and they're like, Ooh. it's the value. <laughs> you, gotta take, you gotta take the winners. You gotta take the winners. Dustin Johnson, Justin, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy. If you want the sneaky odds, go Lee Westwood. I like it. I like. It. I took some notes. Once again, check out that on YouTube. Check us out on Twitter. Let us know more. Uh, let us know more punishments because I know we can think of more than just post a selfie video talking about how terrible our team is. More we, punish, let us know what punishments you want us to do next time, and let us know what you want. What do you want yeah. us to talk about? We're, we're we'll, talk listen, about I, I, we'll talk about whatever you want. Just let us know. Yeah, I, I, I'm still I'm still new to this. I, I know I'm not the best yet. You know, yet emphasis on that. You know, I will be like obviously. So like, just let us know, you know, at Zach Sports HQ, put out a bunch of bets, put out a bunch of funny stuff. Like, it, it, it's a it's a good time. I mean, I might be a little biased, but I'm biased about everything. That's what makes me me. You got to be. So that like all, all I, I'm hoping this was about an hour. I'm sure we uh, hit a little bit over, but at an hour four. But I was going to say I did not check because I know we started this Zoom at about uh, 7.30, but I did not check the time when I hit record. So I'm not quite sure, but it is what it is. You, I know you guys are glad here. One more time, Spencer Claggett, I will trade rape you multiple times this season. Ray Killian, you suck at golf. Exactly. Jesse Hummel, get on the podcast, you lazy ass. Like, come uh, on. Jesse Hummel, Carson Wentz, and Doug Pearson suck. Doug Pearson big sucks. Oh, this was fantastic. Once again, Jake, thanks for coming on. I think that's about the first time I've ever called you Jake. 
So uh, that's that's something. Pergit, thanks for coming on. No problem. Anytime. I'm always willing to get on, baby. It's been great. Thank you all for listening so much. I, I, I hope you enjoyed it. I know we did. Happy National Beer Day. Happy Major League Coming Out Day. Happy uh, Jays versus the Angels. How how well did that work out? Like, that's oh, actually awesome. We, we did not plan that. That was improper. <laughs> that was just about that. Point. So, we need more because posting a selfie video, that's that that's kind of lame. Like, that's just the first thing that popped in my head. Like, that's that's okay. Like, I know, like, we can do that. But we, we need more stuff. I'm definitely going to clip some of this stuff and we're – put on social media please give us a follow and let, let us know like I, i'm trying to embarrass him like her, he he needs oh, to be embarrassed my angels are gonna murk your jay you think, you think ross tripling is gonna lose to griffin canning come on now Griffin canning's about the ball perfect game I, i've never said one good thing about griffin canning definitely don't de- and we got mike myers c check and iglesias the new k-rod boom he was like, definitely do not, like, back this up, like, a half hour or whatever. When I was like, I've always liked Griffin Canning. No, I never said that. <laughs> never said that. I've never said one good thing about Griffin Canning. The Jays are just – they're going down. It's, this is laughable. They're not even going to have to try. They're not even going to break a sweat. Vladdy's just going to be there just dong after dong, baby. I on my fantasy team, so he can hit a yeah, couple. There you go. But my boy Trout and Pujols are going to go yard every time. Oh, man. But anyways, one more time, thank you all for listening. Give us a follow on social media. Leave a review. Leave five stars. Subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast. Seriously, let us know if you want to say the meanest thing to me or most like the meanest thing to Herget because he, you know, he's my friend. But I, I let him on because I he, he's, he's okay. Um, if you want to say something mean about him, you know, we, we can take it. But, like, let us know. We want to get better. So thank you one more time, one final time. Thank you so much for listening. Herget, thank you so much for coming on, man. Let's. It, it was a great episode. Oh, yeah. Have a great, great, happy Masters. Great. Uh, have a great weekend. Great week, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you later. Catch you later.